Hello, friends. Welcome to Mike Inspires Me, the show about wellness, amazing people, and information to inspire you to take charge of your life and your health. He was recently featured in Men's Health Magazine for his amazing health transformation, resulting in losing over 200 pounds. His YouTube video has over 31 million views. In this episode, I interview Vance Hines, a man who inspires me, and just an all-around, down-to-earth and cool guy. I hope you enjoy it. All right. Uh, uh, it says, avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded. I better tell you that since you are, after all, an attorney. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I, hey, I give you permission to record this. So. Okay, that's our legal disclaimer, right? That's right. That's right. All just, right. Not only to record it, but to use it at your leisure. Nice, nice. I appreciate that. What a, what a pleasure. So, yeah, hey, um, I, I, I thought I'd just start by telling you how I discovered you. And uh, obviously, you're, you're, you had a video that went out that was uh, pretty, pretty big hits. I saw it almost. I, I just checked the stats today, and it was like 31 million views on the on the DDP side. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, so what happened? Um, one of my friends sent me a link to the video and said, hey, check this guy out. Because yeah, they do that from time to time. And I said, oh, wow. And, and then I reached out to you personally. And I said, hey, man, we're brothers. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's chat. And um, yeah, you, you friended. And we've been kind of keeping in touch for a little bit. Only known each other for a short time. And I said, hey, you know, I, I said, why don't we chat and talk a little bit about similar experiences? Because we're kind of in the same club. And uh, I'm really excited about what you're doing and the stuff you're getting involved in. You're sharing. And you've been sharing since the beginning, which is yeah. just incredible. That was when I started November 20th of 2017. I had two kind of guiding principles. I didn't know where I was going, but I had kind of two guiding principles. And one was to commit to yes, because, you know, hell, I... I was 475 pounds on November 20th, and um, uh, you know my whole life uh, I've been heavy, and uh, okay. except since I, you know when I, I played college, I played football in high school and one year of college. So, but after that, pretty much I've been heavy, and um, uh, you know over the years people have always said, "I'll come walk with you," or I'll, "Let's go lift weights," or "Let's ride bikes," and and I'd always kind of put them off and, and you know, and say, no, or poo-poo them, say, yeah, we'll do it, but never get around to it. But so this time when I started, I said, if anybody volunteers to help or offer yep. me anything, I was going to commit to yes. And um, and that's what I meant, meant by commit to yes. Get out, get out of your comfort zone, try new things, and uh and just see where this journey takes you. And then the uh, the second one was to post everything online on social media because I wanted to be held accountable um, because all my other weight loss attempts, which there have been many over the <laughs> years, you know, and I always do well, but eventually fall off. But, um, yep. um, you know, it's usually just my wife and I doing it and nobody else knew or didn't know the details that much and so it was easy to talk myself out of it to quitting and nobody knew and so i figured if i put everything online 
then um, just be wide open with everything from the start, then, uh, you know, I'd be held uh, accountable and I'd have to keep going. And and those two principles have just blown up and gotten me to 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 that video, to you, to, to everything. It's been uh, it's been crazy, you know. I don't I don't know where this journey is going to end up. I just I just keep riding the wave. Just keep moving <laughs> forward, right? Yeah, that's right. I like that you said about the accountability thing. It's funny and almost ironic. I read you wrote that somewhere, probably in one of your blogs, and I actually literally said the exact same thing. Um, and it's interesting. I didn't learn it right away because I didn't share my journey from the beginning. In fact, I was a little ashamed of myself, and I'm sure we'll talk about that stuff too. But I said, eventually, I, when I started sharing that accountability and that support, I, and I don't think I realized just how important that was, and it really is. And and the support comes from places you never dreamed of. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just amazing, uh, uh, the people that come out and to help you, you and, uh, you know, friends, relatives, um, yep. We have co-workers, just ever. I mean, people are, are watching that you never thought were watching. Yeah, that's that's another interesting one. Uh, I have been told the same thing. Sometimes they may not even say something to you and they're watching and kind of yeah. inspired, but maybe ashamed or afraid to say something. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been a wild uh, it's been a wild ride. I can so, imagine. I can imagine. Yeah, well, let's get we'll get into that. So let's get a little background real quick. Originally from Texas. Yeah, born and raised in Texas. Uh, okay. Almost born and raised in Waxahachie, Texas. I, uh, OK, I'm glad you said that because I saw the name of that. I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to say that word. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it's, we're 30 minutes south of Dallas. And yeah, uh, yeah. And, um, uh, you know, I went first through 12th grades in school district here in Waxahachie. Okay, so this uh, is your home and everything, yeah. okay. Yeah, so wow. this is, you know, except for college and a few years here and there, I've lived basically my whole life here in Waxahachie, and my, and my family's from this county. Okay, all right, that's really cool. That's, that's, so, and, and that's got to be amazing, and, and something we could talk about, too, is like, so you, you're from this area, people know you, and now you're going around this totally different guy. And it, I, have you had experiences where you walk past somebody who and you try even just test to see if they know who you are? Um, well, I don't know about tests, but people yeah. are beginning to recognize me. That the best time at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, like today I was at this, um, I did a triathlon, my first triathlon. Yeah. And I was sitting on the bench waiting to start my swim. And uh, a guy walked up and said, are you Vance Hines? And yeah. I'm, I'm in Keller, which is an hour's drive from Waxahachie. And uh, and I said, yes. He said, well, I'm, I, I'm from Oklahoma. I drove down for this triathlon and I follow you on Facebook. And uh, uh, he's uh, this is was his second or third triathlon. And he's. He's lost 140 pounds, and he's doing the, the same journey as us. And okay. uh, he's he's a some he's like a uh, associate minister at a church, and he sat and talked to me about 15 minutes while we were waiting for our chance to get in the pool to start swimming. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, so it's, it's amazing crazy, who you man. meet. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, maybe I didn't phrase what I was saying right, too. And maybe let's see if I, I and you're, it is amazing who will recognize you because of the recognition of an amazingness mm -hmm. of what you've done. But I also wondered if there's people who knew you but didn't know you lost weight. And then they you, they see you and they don't realize oh. that it's you. Oh, I'm with you. Yes. Um, Have you had that happen where somebody is like. Well, at, at you know, at first, then they, you know, it takes them a minute sometimes to say, I, know. You know, I didn't know it was you, you know, until you tell they got close and saw me, and yeah, that happens. So it's, uh, it's man, it's been crazy. I've lost for for people that don't know, I've uh, lost two hundred eleven pounds. That's amazing. Okay. So. Yeah. Wow. That's that is. I mean, there are people who weigh less. You know, adults. I mean, you've already lost in a whole adult. Yeah, off your body. Wow. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I I'm amazed when I think about it because even for myself, I was about 209, and I I actually put a little back on it through through bodybuilding. But when I think about that much, it's like I don't even know how I even got there. And that's an interesting question because you know when you think about it, it's not like it happened overnight. And I'm sure with you, you said you, yeah. you struggled weight. But I mean, you didn't get up to 475 pounds. It, it took a while, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and when I went to law school, I was uh, between 300 and 330, and that was in the early 90s. And um, uh, oh, we got a dog spot. Oh, yeah, Mary's, yeah, Mary's getting her. Uh, oh, that's right, yeah. Between 300 and 330. And then, uh, wow. so I fluctuated from there up and down. And then the last, um, you know, 20 years, I've been over 400, probably, except for when I'm dieting. Right. Uh, but it, yeah, it's been a while. I mean, I'm sure I've pushed 500 or better. Yeah, so, I mean, scales can't weigh us, right? I yeah. mean, when you're that big, I mean, you got to go to the, the doctor or get a special scale or. Yeah. How about health problems? Uh, yeah, I mean, comorbidities, as they say, high blood pressure, sleep apnea, yeah. diabetes. Uh, almost all of the above. I don't, I've never been diagnosed with diabetes. I've had, I'm on a CPAP machine, been on one yep. since the 90s. Of, been on high blood pressure medicine since the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, yep. You know, I've got uh, both my knees are, they tell me, are bone on bone. And I, when, before I started this weight loss journey, I qualified, the, the orthopedic surgeon told me I qualified for two uh, knee replacements, but he wouldn't oh. do it unless I got under 300. Right. And so, um, right. uh, you know, I mean, I've, I've got, um, uh, I think, it, I think they call it chronic venous insufficiency in my lower legs, which is where my the blood doesn't come back up well. So it, I got I discoloration in the lower. Oh, leg. you got the discoloration. Okay. How about swelling too? Do you get? I have swelling. like edema. Yeah, I used to get a lot of that and real bad, but since I've yep. lost this weight, the swelling hadn't been as bad. But I yep. still got the discoloration. Discoloration. Uh, you know, I mean, I've had uh, all kinds of health problems, you know, I mean, from it, that, knock on wood, I've never been diagnosed with diabetes. I've been diagnosed hypoglycemic, but not diabetes. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So yep. interesting. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's, what's great is like, I mean, 
people talk about weight loss and they think about, you know, the, the physical aspects. And obviously that's the most apparent, right? They look at you and like, wow, you look great. You got a smile on your face. You're a happy person. And that was the first thing I saw when I first saw you. I was like, look at his face. I saw the picture on, on, on Facebook and I was like, he looks like a, such a nice guy. And he looks so happy and full of life. I could see the life in your face. Yeah. And that was something. But people don't often think about the things like the health aspect, right? Because that's probably the most important thing. I mean, okay, it's great that you know now you can fit in a booth. We were talking about the booth, right? At a restaurant, you can fit in a booth and you can do these other physical things. You can buy clothes at the regular store. Yeah, that, was a, a that other... was a big day for me. We'd be able to go to Academy and buy clothes, you know? Oh, I, I always had to order it online. and Exactly. You know, you're stuck with basically T-shirts and, yep. you know, and uh, so I was a 6XT. You were and six. Bigger. Okay, you were bigger. I mean, wow. Yeah, I was about five. So that's wow. How tall are you? You know, my man. Five, uh, five ten is what the doctor told me. I used to be almost five eleven, but uh, yep, me too. Guess I've shrunk down to five ten. Okay, so that's, we're about the same height. Okay, all right, yeah. interesting. And I yeah, weigh two sixty four Monday. So <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's uh, awesome. That's awesome. I. I, I think about some of the aspects that people, I mean, we talked about that. We're in this club together that a lot of people don't realize that, you know, as amazing as this is, there's aspects of it that people don't think about that we t people take regular people, normal sized people take for granted, like being able to sit in a chair or in a booth at a restaurant. Yeah, no, we, we would, I couldn't sit in a booth. I mean, it's just, if I could get in, it'd be too, it'd be too uncomfortable, but oh my I mean, God. I yeah. mean yeah, but there's so much more than just that. Right. There's, you know, um, I've talked about it on other places, but like just taking care of your personal needs at some point. You I could like myself. Yeah. Is that's that what, what I was about to get to. Yeah. You, yeah. Get to where you, you can't, you know, you can't wipe your rear, and uh, yep. you had to had to have a deal called a bottom buddy where you put I saw paper those on a stick, right? Yeah, to reach, and then uh, you know, in a shower, you had to have a um, a um, like a little squeegee on a stick so you could wash your nether regions and wash your feet, and and you know, reach your lower legs, and yep. uh, you know, you had to have a shoehorn on a stick, and you. There was only certain places I could get my shoes on, and certain only on certain height I oh, could I could get my shoes rung, tied. Right? Yeah. You're stretching forward to try that's to put, right. <laughs> and you yeah. you literally can't breathe. No, you can't. You know, and the same thing with button and uh, button your pants. You know, you've got to <laughs> try to reach around your belly to button your pants, but when you do that, your stitches are further. So you're fighting. You you know, it's just getting dressed is a um, was a was a struggle in itself, and and you get comfortable. And people don't realize that uh, the fear and anxiety of going to strange places and not knowing if you're going to be able to take care of your personal needs and do those things or or, uh, or walk out without the bottom buddy. You know, if I, if I didn't have that little bottom buddy, I didn't know how I was going to wipe my ass. You know, it's funny. I, I ended up, I didn't end up buying one of those. I was almost to the point of buying one of those. I ended up pulling my arm out of socket and I still have yeah. problems in my right Laying shoulder. Laying up against things. You lean it up or just pulling like I would literally like try to pull my arm as far as I could. And I, I ruined my arm from doing that. You know, so in, I, I, yeah. in the master bath on both sides of the toilet, the sheetrock's pushed in. 
for me, either trying to get up off the toilet or uh, or trying to reach my rear, you know. Yep. It's, uh, you know, it, it, being that weight, it, the world's not built for people that that uh, that weight. You know, you. Mm-hmm. I'm an attorney. I've, I've squashed and broke. We have a historic courthouse that's, uh, now we've got a new courts building, but you know, they use a, a older kind of chairs looking in there and I've, I've broken two or three of those chairs. One of them just pancaked in the middle of a hearing and couldn't fit oh, in. Are you kidding know. me? No. The oh, judge, judge got a huge kick out of that. So, oh. you know, so I, you know, arms would fall off when I was sitting in them and, yep. you know, it's, uh, the world's not built for people that big and uh, well but we shouldn't get that big either right i mean that's just that's just i mean it, you, you wonder sometimes it's like how uh, i mean we're seeing more people unfortunately that's that's the sad part and that's why guys it's really important for guys like you and me to get out here because it's like look there's there's other ways yes Oh my gosh! I'm sure we could talk for hours about stories. Yeah. You Absolutely. Have. I'm glad you have a sense of humor about it because it is humiliating some of yeah. this stuff. Well, I mean, flying. Uh, you talk about. Uh, oh yeah. Got. I, I was. I, I avoided flying because I didn't know if I could get to the um, metal detector, and then if I could get my shoes back on, or if I could walk to the uh, terminal and get to the terminal, and then. Um, get in the seat in the airplane, you know, and, and, you know, sometimes my boss, when he'd fly me for work, got to where he's buying me two seats on the plane. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, getting the extension and it's, it's just, uh, it's a hassle. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's, a, it's not a fun life being that big, but you're right. I mean, there's a lot of, when, when my video went viral, you wouldn't believe, how many people reached out to me uh, who are in that situation and, uh, uh, you know, and messaged me on Facebook. It took me two months to finally reply to everybody, find time to reply to everybody on Facebook. I think it's, it's eye opening here. You know, we've seen shows like the biggest loser, my 600 pound life and some of these other stories highlighting people, as you mentioned, super morbidly obese. And I, I remember the first time I heard that, like the word morbidly obese, and I was like, morbid? Yeah. It sounded like a death metal band or something. That's like, right. Morbid obesity. <laughs> and, uh, you know, people don't realize, I mean, there's a lot of people out there like that and suffering. And I mean, and that's the thing that, you know, I, I'm curious about. We, 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 there's, there's the aspect that's inconvenient, right, with the, the whole everything with daily life, trying to put your shoes, clothing, yeah. all that stuff. And then it's, it's this part, mm-hmm. how you feel about yourself. Like when you know you're looking around and you know, you're the biggest guy in the room. Well, you're, in, you're invisible to a lot of people, you know, you, uh, people don't, uh, don't really talk to you sometimes and don't uh, give you any credibility. And uh, so did you find that? I mean, did you feel yeah. like people didn't take you serious because of your size? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Even as an attorney. I mean, here you are, yeah. you've got a very important and professional position. And because of, you know, this, I don't know what you want, disability, what, what do we want to call it? But this condition that you're in, people judge your ba- ability to be able to, to do your job or 
Sure. I mean, your credibility comes with your, not just uh, your intelligence, but your your demeanor, your presentation, your looks. I mean, it's, uh, um, everybody's judging you at all times, especially, you know, especially if you're looking for, for women, you know. <laughs> well, we're both married, right? So we... <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's weird, that Now that I've lost this weight, women are looking me in the eyes and talking to me, and it's a whole different thing, you know. On your honey and sugar. It's kind of uncomfortable sometimes, you know. Yeah, you don't really know how to take that at first, right? It's kind of yeah. the strange attention. Because you. I don't know if you were like me, but sometimes you didn't want attention. Yeah, you don't want to be noticed, and you don't want it. But that's interesting. How, how's the wife taking all that now? The Mister Popular uh, here, is it? Yeah, I'm not jealously. Yeah, well, well, I'm not yeah. really. Sometimes, but not really. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's she's hey, been she's supportive the whole way. Exactly, and that that's it. You know, this is an interesting journey. So she knew you when she met you. You were a big man. Well, she met me in college, so I was probably, uh, you know, I was a few years out of football, so I was probably 250 to 270 when she okay, met so, me. Yeah. I was probably about this size when this she size, met me. This size, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So probably more in a norm. Yeah. And then obviously bloomed through the years. And then, um, but it, there was it stress on her, right? I mean, feeling, worrying, am I going to lose my husband? Well, that's, um, you know, we, you'd asked me before about uh, suicidal, but, I, you know, the, um, uh, and in 2012, see, I, see, I was a big, um, I, I, you know, with a law firm and everything, I, uh, my solo practice, you know, I was, a, okay. I'd go home and drink every night, you know, okay. kids oh, okay. and money, yep. and uh, in 2012, um, I couldn't even, there was one day I couldn't walk to the courthouse. I had to stop four times from my car to the courtroom. And I finally went to the doctor that day and he checked me into the ICU, the hospital immediately. And I had a lot of fluid in my lungs. And uh, uh, he, the first diagnosis was pulmonary embolism. And uh, and so, and it was, you know, the first day or two they were acting like I wasn't gonna make it I mean I had friends family coming in I hadn't seen in years coming in my brother asked me if my affairs were in order and all kinds of oh stuff gosh. and then um the fluid started coming off and so uh after five days in ICU they finally diagnosed it as um um congestive heart failure and oh. uh but they said they couldn't get a really good image. They uh, believed it was in one chamber of the heart that they couldn't see because of my weight. And they couldn't get me in certain machines because of my weight. And that's the first time you talk about super, super morbidly obese. That was the first time when I got those records, I had seen the diagnosis, super morbidly obese. And so I had very mixed emotion. I've never been super anything, but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. yes. So, you know, I, I didn't know. I, I was glad I was super at something, but morbidly oh, obese was not what I wanted to be super at. No, certainly don't want to be. And it's weird being famous for that, isn't it? We're both yeah. kind of, you've got that fame. It's like, yeah, I'm famous because I was once really, really big. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And then, uh, well, they, they released me. And so I, 
it's 2012. I figured I was on borrowed time. And so I didn't drink. And when I walked out of the hospital that day, after, I think it was five or six days, uh, I didn't have another drink of alcohol. I didn't have another, I was smoking cigars every day. I didn't have another oh, cigar. Lord. But I never lost weight. You know, I, yep. I, I, I just uh, quit drinking, quit smoking yep. cigars. And, uh, and my goal was I shut down my law practice. Um, took a job with the county, uh, I, I took her entry level attorney position, lowest paying one. And uh, my goal was to try to get a um, pension for my wife, because I knew I wasn't going to be around, you know, at 475 and, and uh, so, congestive you, heart failure. You'd already hung it up. Yeah, I'd, I'd given up. I knew I wasn't going to be around and, and I didn't figure I could exercise with a congestive heart failure and now you uh, you have children too right yeah they were three kids at yeah. this time they were teenagers um okay. you know they were all in um junior high they might have been one in high school but they were all younger six years ago yeah there would have been one in high school okay they're, they're 24 9 24 21 and 19 now so oh, six, yeah. six years ago all, all adults now yeah right? And so the goal, the goal was to <clears throat> get them to 18 to where yep. they could get a job if I'm not here mm. and to uh, get my wife a pension. So to work for the county, I had to work to vest. I had to work eight years to get a, some type of pension uh, to, to get the matching and stuff. And so, um, mm. you know, that's, so I shut down everything and I went to work for the county and, uh, and that, those are my two goals. That's all I. So, yeah, I mean, you literally believed like there's just no, there's no way out of this. I'm gonna just end up going, and I, I might as well just prepare for the worst. Yes. I mean, that, wow. that, that's where I was. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I, they, I'd already thought I was dying. I was in there on the ICU, and they, they were. Uh, you know, the preacher was coming to talk to me, relatives I hadn't seen in, in years, because that pulmonary embolism is not a uh, friendly diagnosis, you know. And, uh, and uh, but so, I, you know, I had I had made up my mind that those were my those were the two reasons to, to keep working. And so I just shut down my practice, took the financial hits that came and. uh, uh you know, try to get in a position to get my kids out of school and uh, wow. and start working toward that pension. Mm. That's, that's where, amazing. yeah, that's uh, you know, it's a it's a whole different thing when you don't think you have a future at all. You know. Well, Vance, that I, it's interesting, and thank you for opening up with it because that that's a, that's a it it obviously has a great ending. Here you are, right, and and yeah. you know, turn around, but it's. Your your story is is more than just weight loss. I mean, it's it's really a guy who, you know, you had given up. I mean, just like I, I can't get out of this. There's no way you you didn't think it was possible. No, not for uh, six years. I uh, all I did was work, and you know, and I. Um, I went to, I, I was really working seven days a week. I was, cause I, you know, the, the, um, when I shut down the practice, I took a job making 56,000 a year. 
Uh, and um, at the county, prosecuting yeah. tickets, doing the class C's and the justice court JP stuff. And, uh, you know, it's a big hickey. I've been a 13 right. year solo practitioner. Yeah. And, uh, but I just wanted that county job and uh, steady income and, uh, and pension and uh, health benefits. And, uh, and so, so on the weekends, I started sharpening knives. I, I've always so I saw of, that. Yeah, yeah, knife sharpener extraordinaire. I saw. Yeah, that. yeah. I've always had a kind of a, a fetish toward knives. You know, I've hunted and fished my whole life. You know, oh, and wow. that you know, you see the deer up there. I, but, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I've given it up. That's another change I've given up. I'm done killing things too. You know, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you get older, you you. You, you don't have the heart to kill anything anymore. Oh no! But you, but you, but you still eat meat, right? You're, yeah, I know it's. I'm a hypocrite, but you know. No, I, no, no. Yeah, you know what I tell people is I'm okay with someone else handling handling those jobs before it gets to my mouth, and I'm okay yeah. with someone else handling those jobs after it leaves my body. I don't have to be a person that handles the product front and back. You know, one of those, one of those other, you know, my, yeah. my, my, my whole part of the food chain is from, from here to here, you know, that's right. That's yeah, and right. I'm okay with that's paying right. some money and letting someone else do it. Exactly. Exactly. If they don't have a problem with doing it. Then, then exactly. Okay it. Oh, that's funny. But the, uh, I forget what I was talking about. The, uh... Well, we were starting to talk about, you know, just the transition, you know, as you got into this, you know, county job and, you know, you were already preparing like this is it. Yeah. Um, and and I needed a cash job, a cash, you know, I needed to 56,000 wasn't going to make it. I needed some kind of extra money on the side. So I was sharpening knives at gun shows and sharpening knives, uh, at restaurants, I'd go after hours at night, and and I was doing anything I could to kind of raise money because, uh, you know, I never did declare bankruptcy, but uh, I slowly paid off all my bills, and um, I still owe Uncle Sammy a little bit, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to get him paid off this year, I think, and so I, I think uh, at the end of this year, I'll be done, you know. I think I'll be back on, on good footing again. That's awesome. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I tell you, you can think a lot clearer too when you feel a little better physically and mentally, you know, and take care of some of these things. Yeah. It's interesting. I had a similar experience. I, you know, I, I went through financial struggles too. I did actually have bankruptcies and, uh, you know, I, it wasn't until I started taking care of the other areas of my life, the health, and things and the mental stuff that I started to get better even financially yeah. too, you know. It, so it, it's it interesting. snowballs, you know. Everything in your life snowballs. It's when been, you, yeah. Uh, well, it's been a since I started this weight loss. I mean, everything in uh, in the business, everything. You know, I've gotten promotions. I've, you know, so it's cool. been crazy. You know, like everything. Windfall, is yeah. It's like winning the lottery. Somebody told me that it's like it's like you won the lottery, and I said, you know something. I would rather have this yeah. than than millions of dollars. You know, this. I mean, a million dollars would be nice too. But yeah. Hey, but hey, with with that comes there ain't there's nothing free in this world. Right. It, you know, if you have, if you win the lottery, you, that you're going to have a whole different set of problems. Uh, you know, there just there ain't nothing free in this world. 
That's true. That's you just true, yeah. you just be happy with what you got. And you I know, think good I, things come. Yeah, and I think that's a good perspective because you really kind of, you know, before you take care of yourself, you're just kind of taking care of everyone else. And now that you kind of focus on yourself, it does give you a little different perspective of what's important, you know, simple things. I'm so I, I love seeing your posts when you're putting stuff out there about, you know, I'm, I'm going and doing this race and this. And so many guys like us, you never would see posts like that before, you know, doing stuff for you. Yeah. No. Did it feel a, weird at first? I mean, did you feel selfish or absolutely? Focused? I mean, you know, I mean, I see we, we became in, empty nesters. Uh, yep. This in the past couple, you know, year or two, and uh, you know, it's um, it's it's difficult to change from uh, you know. The mindset that you're going to do things for you versus do things for everybody else, and uh, but and and it's it, I mean it's it's it cha- people around you. Not only does it change your life, but it changes everybody's life. Like the type of food they eat, the type of things they do, the family events, everything everything is built around food and social events, and 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 you doing this crimps or improves or causes problems it's i mean it's it, it's it's a it's like a ripple effect in the water that uh, uh you know and there's going to be uh problems and pushback all along the way oh yeah have a little because you've earned it right yeah you, that's you right. go ahead have an extra slice of pie you know you earned it that's right you're like i didn't work my ass off to get here yeah <laughs> no i, I agree so, but it's a, it's amazing what people say, right? I mean, they 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 think it's like, oh, you know, I don't think people really understand, you know, the the level of commitment that you have to get there and what it takes, you know. And it's there there are things that you had to learn to kind of change, right? I mean, obviously, I mean, I don't know about you, but I find like I didn't stop loving the same things that got me fat in the first place. I still love them. Yes. And I imagine you've had points like me that getting from where you were to where right you are today wasn't a straight line, was it? No, no. There's ups and downs. There's cravings. You fall off. You know, I've been telling people, uh, you know, I mean, you got you got the rest of your life to lose this weight. You know, you gained it your whole life. You got the rest of your life to lose it. And it. If you slip up or if you have a bad day or if you fall off, that's just one day, you know, kick yeah. some, do, do, do what my dog Fifi does here, man. I got an English bulldog. I, oh, I yeah. Tell, yeah, I tell her, you know, kick some grass on that shit and walk away, you know. <laughs> so that's all you got to do. Get, just do what Fifi does. Exactly. I like that. I got to <laughs> have to remember that one. Hey, you have to get a little shot of her later on. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I, I still binge. <laughs> yeah. we all do. I did today after my triathlon. I, I did before the triathlon. I don't know how my way in tomorrow is going to be. Yeah, here's the thing. I, I, I likened it like this. You think of your health like a piggy bank. And if every day you're depositing in it, just say you ate your broccoli. Okay, clink. You uh, did your 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 triathlon today, clink, you put in money. It, 
And then, then you, I don't know, what, what did you binge on today? You, you want to mind telling? Well, no, no, I had a, you know, usually I eat just three meals a day and kind of portion yeah. control, but it, it was no cow bars. I mean, they were healthy food, but I oh, ate. I love those. Yeah, two or three no cow bars and I ate a bunch of mixed nuts after the race. And then um, I had a bag of Benito's chips with my Ann's health food sandwich chicken salad sandwich today so i you know I, I try to stay away from nuts and chips and, uh, and bread because i know that uh, i binge on those things and i know that they um you know I, they slow they stop my i don't gain weight when i eat those things so i mean i don't lose weight on the yeah, days right, that, right, I, that right. I eat those things so i know you could I try just, if you just put them in front of you too, if you're like me, and it's like you automatically feel. I think I just put on a few pounds looking at them. Yeah, you know, that's it's right. just, it's, oh but my I can't, gosh! If I start eating nuts, I can't. If they're there, I can't stop eating them. You like you nuts? Know, I yeah. just think about them all the time. So I so figured good, out I yeah. just got to eat them to get rid of them. You know. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, I saw Sanford and Son like that. I, I don't know if you watched that show back in the day, but there was one where uh, Lamont was trying to go um, and get rid of eating pork. And so his father was in the kitchen stuffing his face full of the bacon. He's like, what you doing? He's like, I'm getting rid of the pig. <laughs> you got to get rid of it, dude. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You've got a great sense of humor about it. And you've got to, right? I mean, it's this this whole thing. If you take life too serious and what we're doing too serious, because it becomes boring after a while. And uh, it's hard work. Yeah. It's hard work. We used to say uh, fishing that you can't abuse rule number five. You can't take this shit too serious. Exactly. And so, and so we don't, we don't know what rules one through four are, but we know what rule number five is. Oh. You can't, but they can't abuse it. Oh my gosh! You should be up on stage. We should get you up there with a uh, bird there, huh? Uh, uh, man, they, those guys are. They they really hang it all out there for everybody when they get up there all all by themselves with the mic. Oh my gosh, it's one thing. It's different, isn't it, when you're doing yeah. stuff like that? So yeah, it's and that's an interesting segue. So we've talked a lot about you know sort of that that whole the past and, and where things are kind of going down. So maybe this is a kind of good time. So at some point you're like, all right, I got to do something. So you woke yeah. up at some point, right? So you had already given up. What happened in between where you finally said, all right, you know what? Screw this. Yeah. I'm going to just try to do it. Well, that, um, you know, after I, I didn't like the cardiologist at the, in the hospital that gave me the diagnosis. I didn't like him personally. And uh, I never did go to him after I left the hospital. I just went to work. And I figured I'd work till I died, you know. And, um, you know, and uh, six, five or six years went by and I was still working. And, and I figured out that every time I took this naproxen, I was taking these prescription strength naproxen pills, it's, uh, uh, prescription strength ibuprofen, it's an NSAIDs, uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. Uh, I figured out every time, and I was eating them a lot back when I went into the hospital for my knees because my knees were hurting me so much. Yeah. And um, and that's the only thing that would really relieve the knee pain, those prescription strength um, naproxen. And so when I got in the hospital, they took me off of those 
And I, so I began to think about it and I started noticing that every time I took them, that's when I started getting that fluid retention. Mm. And, uh, and so I began to think that the fluid retention was from the naproxen and not the heart side effect. No doctors ever agreed with me on this or mm -hmm. supported my, my, my hypothesis, but mm -hmm. that's, I truly believe that in my heart. And so I quit taking it and I quit having those fluid in the lungs feeling the drowning kind of feeling and the, and, uh -huh. uh, and, you know, and I just quit taking it. I just yep. stopped. And, um, and so a few years went by and uh, finally I decided to go get my heart checked out. So I found a cardiologist and I went up there and they run me through two, two days of tests. And, um, he come back and said my heart was normal, basically. He said that uh, mm -hmm. there's some small defects, but nothing that alarms him. He didn't see a problem with, with you was know, the Was it thickened, the, the walls of the I heart? I think a little bit thick. And I, that, they diagnosed me as having uh, my the walls being thick back in my 30s yeah. or something. I mean, I've, I've, I've had that. They told me I was going to die young well, back in my yeah, 30s. They, they say because I because I had the same thing. What big people like that? It's it's almost like the my doctor said that heart is like a like a bodybuilder. You know, it's it's having to work that much harder to pump blood to this massive amount of flesh. Yeah, and that some yeah. some cardiologist back in my thirties told me my name. It was in the nineties. Told me you're. you're uh, you got a thickening of the heart and if you don't do something you're gonna die young back in so i'm just you know i figured that was a done deal and um uh but the um you know after that i left the cardiologist i still didn't lose weight do anything but it, it made me feel better you know but but he he still didn't agree with my naproxen yep. uh, theory and so uh so I was rocking along. So I went to my orthopedic and that's had my knees checked out. And that's when he told me I qualified for new two knee replacements, but he wouldn't do it because uh, of my weight. And so then, so I was still desperate, but to answer your question, this rocks us up to November of 2017. I'm sitting on my couch. I'd been listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and listening to Bert Chrysler's podcast. They just finished the sober October challenge where they Bert has to stay sober for the month of October and Joe Rogan couldn't smoke any weed for the month of October. And then <laughs> Joe Rogan, R.S. Shafir, Tom Segura and Bert Chrysler all had to do um, 14 hot yoga sessions in that month. <laughs> and so, you know, they all all these comedians, they had a great month and, uh, you know, it was funny and you know they all made it they all did the hot yoga they all stayed sober yep. and then they were they had a show where they in november where they were all together and uh, and they were giving uh, bert a hard time i mean they were just, just really messing with him and bert kept bragging that he had the mickey mantle gene and he could do anything and uh, and he said that uh, he could run a half marathon and so by the oh, end of the oh. show yeah they were drinking and uh, smoking weed during the show and by the end of the show he was you know i don't know it was two and a half weeks out after the show was the marathon 
So I forgot about it. And then I'm getting up one Sunday morning. I'm in my chair drinking my coffee and I'm looking at my Instagram and I come across Bert's post, this video of him finishing the St. Pete's half marathon on two and a half weeks notice. And, I, you know, so I'm sitting in the chair and I'm thinking, you know, if that if that guy can do that, you know, he's a he's a no. His whole persona is a big partier animal. And, right, right, you, know, right, right. you know, if he can do that, there's something I can do. And so that's when I made the video and said, Bert, you've inspired me. I was sitting in the chair that Sunday morning and I posted it and tagged Bert and all four of those comedians. And then that night. Bert Chrysler, I think, uh, replied and tagged uh, Tom Segura and said, changing lives. But he was joking. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and so that got me excited. And, uh, Interesting, yeah. And then, so the next morning, I got up and weighed myself on the, on the uh, I've got a talking scale. I was in my underwear that Monday morning. November <laughs> did, did it scream at you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, 475. So that was the starting weight, and I, I'm there in my underwear, and I posted it on all my social media. My wife was mad because she thought I was going to get fired. You know, I put myself out there in my underwear like that, and uh, um, you know, and I said, "This is it. This is this is where I'm starting." I'm, I'm, but it was real. I think it. that's that that's what you know. People, I mean, what vulnerable. Yeah, but real. It's like you know what? This is what it is, man. I'm 475 pounds. I got nothing to lose at this point, other than the weight. Yeah, you know, I'd already, you know, I'd already, uh, I'd already lost. Uh, you know, you know, we we end up losing our house to foreclosure back then, and I bet uh, you. Wow. yeah, and we uh, moved into a rent house, and I took the lowest paying job at the. At the uh, DA's office, and I was you know, and I was sharpening knives at gun shows, working seven days a week, and you know, I mean, what did I have else to to lose? Or what? I mean, I mean, I didn't mean. This is you know, this was this is where I'm at. This is it. So, wow, that's I'm just letting that sink in because one because. Different story, but I can relate in some ways. But it, at the same time, too, it's just when you hear it. I mean, when you say it, I mean, isn't it weird? It's almost surreal when, when you talk about it because it's you. Yeah. But here you are sitting here today like this. this there's still Vance here, yeah. but then there's like this whole other guy. You, you know what I mean? And I don't know if you feel that way. Like you feel se- do you ever feel separate from the old guy that you were i mean you had to change right in some ways or do you feel that you're the same exact guy i still feel like i'm the i'm the same exact guy you know i just i've always been able to kind of make up my mind you know and do things i've always been hard-headed uh i mean i but you had to change some habits right i mean yeah no definitely changed habits and and that's what we were talking about earlier i mean you change everything in your life when when you when you when you commit to this you know the decisions you made to get you to that 475 um you don't ever get to go back to making those decisions i mean if you if you want to be 475 then go back back and and making those start making those decisions again because i mean this is a if you want to be different you've got to do something different 
different. Right. You can't sit back and wait for this, right? No. Right. I mean, you know, and so, um, you know, I just know that I've I've got to make different decisions. I've got to make um, I've, I've got to do things differently, and I've got to, you know, I've got to get to work. That's that's all I can say. I've, I've just I just got to get it done. So, in terms of some of those things, are are you a stress eater? Do you absolutely? I, okay, I ate so, a bunch before. I ate a whole bag of nuts before this triathlon. <laughs> well, that might have helped in some ways too to give yeah. you a little energy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the big old, but I, you know, I mixed a big yeah. bag to have after the race, and I ate it all before, the night before. Oh, so. Race. They're you so know, good. So, what do you put in it? What do you eat? Walnuts, peanuts? What are you eating? Yeah, well, we, we, I had uh, pecans, mm. uh, uh, mixed nuts, um, cashews, almonds, yeah. raisins. And I think that's it. It was good. Yeah. I wish I had put yeah. some Brazil, Brazilian nuts, Brazil nuts oh, in there. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. So big and just yeah. I don't know, juicy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are good. They're expensive too. I don't know. If you... That's why we didn't get them. Five dollars <laughs> for the bag. We bucks. got a uh, we got a like a discount. You probably got. A, I don't know if you got down where you are. Kind of those. Uh, I don't know what those thrift stores. Uh, do you guys um, have like big lots or anything like that down there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got another chain up here. They sell nuts sometimes. That's where I'll buy mine. I'll go, I'll go get a bag of uh, say walnuts or something for four ninety nine a pound, but. I go to the grocery store, holy mackerel. And that's such an interesting thing. And you probably heard people say this. They say, well, in order to eat healthy, it costs more. Well, it does. I mean, y'all aren't. Well, I, I don't know. You're about sure. to finish that. I didn't mean to cut you well, off. No, 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 no. I, I agree. And I, I'm glad you agree. Because it is true. But there's two things I'd say to that. Your health is an investment in your future. You know, and it's a different way of thinking. If it is, in fact, more expensive, right? I mean, you could put garbage gas in your car and garbage oil in your car, and what are you going to get? You're going to get problems with your car, right? And the same thing you're with your body. You know, the other thing is, I don't know if you're finding this, but well, if you're not 475 pounds anymore, you're not eating a 475 pound volume of food. That's right. You know, the you know, we don't even, you generally speaking, we don't even look at the prices of the food anymore. You know, we pay $5 for a dozen eggs where you can get them, you know, a dollar or two, but we get the organic, Yep. Um, you know, the pasture raised, it's been fed uh, uh, non-GMO food, organic food. And, you know, it's, um, but you, you're right, you don't eat as much, but see, see, DDP Diamond Dallas Page he he really believes that this the um, this uh, the weight obesity problem is related to genetically modified foods. He thinks that um, you know the the foods we are eating our bodies is it's an inflammation to the foods. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he made, he made me watch uh, Genetic Roulette, Food, Inc., mm -hmm. and uh, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, mm -hmm. and The Resurrection of Jake the Snake before he'd rec work with me. And, um, and you know, basically, uh, I think it's either Genetic Roulette or Food, Inc., but one of those two talks about there's three crops that they've been able to genetically modify successfully, corn, Soy 
and wheat. And, um, you know, like in corn, they've, they've added pesticides to it uh, to kill certain bugs. And they, you know, they I think they've made them all three resistant to Roundup so that they're, they're spraying Roundup just on this stuff, you know, to kill all the other stuff. And, and you know, he says that we don't know, um, you know, we don't know what effect that's having on us long term. And so, so his argument is: don't eat anything with soy, wheat, or corn that's either in made with it or um, fed it to the animals and eat the animals that's been it's been fed to, or a product of that animal like milk or eggs. So that leaves you eating organic, non-GMO foods and uh, vegan type stuff. And you know, like we eat grass-fed. I buy a lot of our meats from Butcher Box. Uh, it's okay, yeah. grass-fed, and uh, uh, you know we try to, you know, of course we don't do it all the time, but we try to eat as natural and non-processed foods as we can eat. And um, and I'm and hearing so, hints of uh, I'm hearing hints from you of what I'm hearing a lot of nutritionists say: trying to eat more of a whole foods and not necessarily vegetarian, but more plant-based. Yeah. stuff it sounds like yeah. um like, I mean, do, we, do you get proteins from from plant-based like lentils anything like that do you do or no we we still do we still do the the, the meats and the proteins yeah. we still we you know we eat, i try to eat four to six ounces of you know some type of grass-fed uh protein with lunch okay. and dinner. so so we still eat the meat i i the vegetarian i you know the the vegan and stuff, I, it doesn't keep me sat, uh, satiated yeah. as long yeah. as it seems. You know, I get hungry later, and it, it, I work, at least it's worked so far on this yeah. journey, yeah. is to eat a little protein with a, a lot of the uh, uh, green vegetables or, or like some type fresh. of natural vegetables, you know. Yeah. Yep, that's a perfect example. And I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of people, and I'm sure you get people approaching you too, think that there's like this one way. And that's what I mentioned earlier, right? Your story is going to be different than my story. And what works for you may may not work for me and vice versa, right? And you got to go yeah. with how you feel in your body, you know, in order to be able to to see any change. And that's, that's interesting. And, and I'll tell you something else on the price. And so, so yeah. we just, you know, we... You don't eat as much, but but DDP, he always tells a story that he says, you know, uh, you know, we don't know what we're what they're putting in those foods. Like, you know, uh, you know, he he'll ask you, I I, I don't know, I can't, I'm not going to get his story direct, uh, yeah, yeah, perfect, but it's something like, you know, what did a pizza, what did a Papa John's pizza cost in 1990? You know, it's seven ninety nine, and then uh, what did it cost today? Six ninety nine. You know, right. how, how in the hell are they doing that? What are they putting in that sucker? You know, or or, or taken out of it. And so, you yeah. know, what it is that I'm finding, you'll probably see a lot, a lot of food today. I call food like substances. Like yeah. it's, it, it can fill your stomach. Our bodies can. I'd hate to say digest it, but it can. It doesn't immediately make us sick most of the time. And yeah. then um, it's what the what they can get away with as cheap as possible yeah. in order to be able to sell it and make that 
bottom line, you know, yeah, you without know, any concern for your health. That's right. Well, I mean, it's a catch twenty two. They've got to be able to feed the masses. You know, they've got to. They've but got at what to, expense? Right? At, that's right. At our expense. You know, and so if, um, um, you know, it's a it's a catch twenty two. How do you feed all the masses? So people are going to opt for that ninety nine cent menu. They're going to opt for the cheapest processed yeah. food at the grocery store. Now, sometimes I walk through the grocery store and it, it the whole thing just kind of feels uh, kind of surreal. You know, you can see the, the people all eating processed food and, it, you know, you just, you just kind of get a vibe from it now. It's a whole weird deal, you know. It is weird. And, you're, and it's interesting. I, I heard somebody say basically everything in a grocery store is the same thing, just repackaged with the, with different flavorings and seasonings. It's all either wheat or corn. And then they add sugar or they add this yeah. and that and they just put it in a different form and you eat it. You know, I mean, it, it's sad because like I, you're you're in Texas and, I you know, you probably got a lot of Mexican food down there. And I, I love chips and salsa. Right. Yeah. And then I discovered those Benitos. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, okay, this changed the whole game. You know, it's like, yeah. okay, I could, because, I mean, unfortunately, I still don't mind the taste of the corn, but I try not to eat it like you. You know, it's like it, sometimes though, if it's there. Yeah. <laughs> so how's it? I mean, so you brought up something a little bit earlier too. You 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 touched on a on a subject about going to events, right? And how that had to change. You know, you go to somebody invites you to out to uh, happy hour or, you know, or whatever else. And all of a sudden there's a spread of just those delectable whatever. It doesn't matter what it is, you know, and it's just all right there. And you got to show some restraint. Well, absolutely. But have but, some balance. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's difficult. I mean, you, uh, you know, you try to stick to your plan, but you... Um, you know, you you stick with salads and veggies and different things when you go out. But the uh, I try to stay away from the salad dressings because that's what they usually yeah. get you is yeah. those damn salad dressings. But yeah. you know, the one thing about making it public is that everybody knows it now. You know, mm -hmm. they got and, uh, yeah, and so it's uh, it's a uh, it's different now, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, my wife and I, we we mainly only eat at a few restaurants that we feel safe at eating. Eating out's kind of the hardest yep. problem because trying to find, you know, I tell people that if, um, you know, if, if you want trash, ninety nine cent, mm -hmm. whatever, it's on every corner. But if you want something healthy, you're going to have to drive two counties over and swim a river and pay four times as much. You know. Yeah. It's hard to find a place that's that's organic and meets all our yeah. nutrition and dietary guidelines uh, just off the drop of a hat, you know. So we so we so we've got about three restaurants that we regularly eat at when we go out um, here in town, and uh, three or four, and then most of the time we just eat at home. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, they say, the best, right? I mean, obviously, one, because it helps with the budget, too. Cause, yeah. You know, I, I find my wife, we, we got this little tradition. We were eating out, like, once a week, you know, getting the, whatever. And then it's like, you know, but 
you add that up and what you could have bought the food for. And it's like, uh, you know, I could make it home healthier. I know what's in it. That's right. So your wife's kind of keeping to the same sort of what you're doing too, in terms of eating, you don't eat separate or. No, she's doing the same thing. She's doing the DDPY. I mean, we do some different exercises, but uh, she's lost 30 pounds, 31 pounds. Fantastic. Yeah. She's, uh, she's, She's, she's looking great. She's so that's good. important, having your spouse do that. It's interesting. I wrote an article because my wife and I don't actually always eat the same meals. And, and it's that could be challenging. You know, if she yeah. she likes her chips ahoy or whatever else she's eating. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just going to have my uh, apple. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, it's uh, but, it's it's hard if you if y'all are doing the two different meals. It's re- I mean, really hard on the long term because. You know, a lot of times, uh, you know, she does most of the cooking and then uh, she don't want to cook two meals. And uh, so That's a lot of times, <laughs> yeah, I've got to eat whatever she cooks, you know, or, you know, or do it myself, one or the other. Right. So right. It, 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 it's hard to stay on that, that commitment if y'all are on the same page. It really is. Yeah. It does make it challenging. I've managed to do it, and I, I've explained some of the things that I do. And the other thing for me is, at least it, it like you, it influences my wife too. She actually does eat better, but we're still kind of divergent, much probably much more than you two are. But I think that's great for you because that it makes it a lot easier day to day. You don't have to worry about you know, okay, what am I going to eat for <laughs> dinner tonight? So cool. That's interesting. So we, we came up to this whole point and we talked about, you know, so now you, you've gotten the attention of Bert and DDP re- reached out to you. What's happening now? So, you know, it's interesting. We, we t- you and I chatted a little bit about um, those challenges and how they rib, like they would rib on Bert and stuff. And I told you that uh, Mr. Rogan made a comment about thinking that fat shaming is, is motivational. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm just quoting him. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I would disagree. The um, uh, I don't know if he meant that as a joke or not, but you know the uh, you know people with um, weight problems are are they already have a lot of um, insecurities or a lot of anguish or um, you know fears and concerns and uh i I never think that um you know fat shaming would is 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 motivational i you know i i think it should be supportive and and um you know understanding and i told somebody you know that i'm a lot more uh empathetic uh, i have a lot more sympathy and empathy toward uh people now that i've lost the weight and i've you know realized what i've gained back and um like a blessing you know, yeah uh and you know and it's uh no, nobody should be shamed and and you know as well as i do that um a lot of people you know they you can't stop eating that, that craving and hunger is so strong and, and i really think it's it's another one of my personal theories that it's based on the food you're eating that yeah. causes yeah. your cravings and um uh you know until you 
change the food you're eating, you're going to continue. And, and you can, you know, it's not, it's something that's just easily turned off. You know, the cravings are so overpowering. It, that's a great re- thing you're bringing up there because I think people see it as, well, just, just do this or just stop putting so much in your mouth or just, and it's like, I, unless you're in our shoes, you have no idea yeah. the grip it has around you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't, you know, it's not, you know, what, when I have those cravings, and that's why I, I try not to binge and I try try not to eat certain things like like I I try to I try to avoid all fruits because I know that I'll sure. crave them and uh, mm-hmm. and binge them and okay. like nuts you know I'm I'm a little stricter on fruit than I am on nuts okay uh, you know I, I stick kind of with meat and green veggies and different okay. veggies and things but yeah. uh, but the um if the um um you know I try to avoid anything that I know is going to make me crave it later. Yeah. yeah. And, um, uh, if I, if, uh, you know, I binge and fall off and, and I don't stick with it, of course, but, uh, but that's my goal of it. You know, I really want to figure out how to keep those cravings from happening. I really, mm. my goal is just to get my diet to where it's, keeps me full but and then doesn't cause me those those just intense cravings yeah and then i and i've been kind of tweaking it and and um you know i want to figure out how to do that and I, i'd like i really want that to be kind of my next research and goal okay you know? i i i would love to know that too because i'll be honest in my experience and i'm several years out they haven't gone away for me and i've just learned behaviors to get around it is just all I've done. I, I, at one point I said, well, I beat it. And then I realized I didn't beat it. And then I said, okay, I guess I need to do other things to replace those behaviors. And maybe I look at a little simplistic too, but I, for me, and I don't want to paint a bleak picture, but I don't feel like they go away. Maybe they do. I liken it like uh, any other addiction. Sometimes I think, cause I've seen the patterns of behavior and maybe mine's different like alcoholism or drug use. It's it, I, like you, I was eating for stress and for whatever else and fulfilling a void. And sometimes if it's cravings too, it's kind of the same thing. I have trigger foods. And I think that's what it sounds like you're talking about. You, you eat the fruit, it's triggering you. Yeah. I, I, there's something definitely real about that. How do you change that if that neural pathway is already built? I, I'd be curious too. If you do find, please share because yeah. you know maybe there is, and maybe we could come out with some multi-million dollar. Uh, yeah. That's big. That's big. Yeah. You know, and, and and if I can, if, if I stick to my three meals a day on routine, and I eat just the to keep my proportions down, I don't. And the right food, I generally don't have those cravings, you know. But if I if I stress or if I have um, something I'm not supposed to eat, or if I eat too much, then I start a yo-yo effect that it takes me days to get it get it back to where I'm back on my like you you know like this triathlon. I'm it's going to take me a few days to get back to where I'm yep. I'm eating just my three meals a day again. Yep. But you don't let it, I mean, obviously, you've had these kind of twists and turns, but the, the consistent thing you have, and I think this is the 
when people ask about, and you probably get asked, what's your secret? Just don't give up. That's right. Kick some grass on it. Exactly. Kick some grass. I'm going to write this down. God, I'm going to hang that one up. Kick some grass up. Yeah, because, because at the, you know, you're going to continue. You're going to screw up. It, it's just, we're humans. We're not perfect. Yeah. And I think people just, they expect that it's just like, oh, you know, and so that's where people I see and the people I've known, that's where they give up. Mm-hmm. That's right. You, well, you feel like you've let yourself down. You've let your friends down. You feel like you've, you've just ruined it because, you, you know, you were going to do change your life and you feel like all this pressure's on you. And then, then once you screw up, you, you know, and say, oh, there, I knew, you know, because when you, when you started, you kind of had that doubt in the back of your mind, whether you can do it or not. And, um, and then when you screw up, you've given yourself an excuse just to go back to your old ways. Right. And, uh, you know, this, this time I don't have that doubt in the back of my mind. I, this time I I know I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there, and I you know it's going to take me a while, and there's going to be ups and downs, but I know I'm going to get there. That's, that's key too. Yeah. No, yeah, that's that's interesting that you've talked about this. We we got some interesting parallels, and I, I maybe that's what the key is here is that in order for people to get to where you and I are, there are certain things that you definitely have to do here in the brain in order to get yourself there. And you're basically, you're, you're not letting yourself have any way out. You know, you set it up so that you've got this group of people who are watching you. You set it up that you've got these set of principles that you adhere to and a schedule and everything else. And you set with a mindset that says, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't have a choice. You know, I'm going to do it. Um, you, you, I, I mean, technically you do have a choice, but you're setting yourself not. I mean, you could say, well, I screw it. I don't want to do this anymore. But why would you, right? Because you're you're in a place now. It's like this is a much better life than it, than. So maybe there to you, it's like, no, there's no choice here. I'm never going to go back to this old way. Shit, I got a guy from Connecticut calling and interviewing me that I never would have met before, you know. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I had a guy yeah. from uh, from uh, Great Britain call me. A guy I got on a Canadian radio. Hell, I, hell, I was Men's Health, January twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. They they did a uh, thirty one days in January. They did a, a transformation story each day, and so I'm oh, January twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. If you go to their website. Yep. And look, look at my name. You'll see me. You know, it's like you know, Miss February Playboy. You know, I'm January twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. They can never take that away from me. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm January Men's Health, January twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. That is cool, and it it is nice because and I those rewards are are can't. You, you can't put a value on that, you know, because now it's like all these people are looking up to you like this, this uh, idol, you know, That's like you're crazy, this, this, like, I, like yeah. I know what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You ever feel like that? It's like, well, I'm just kind of winging it. Yeah, that's right. I'm just, you know, shit, I'm, I'm just doing what DDP tells me if I can. He gets my DDP didn't want me to do this triathlon. Oh, t- yeah, 
so so uh, you know he's probably mad at me so I don't hey know but you know what you, but sometimes you gotta you gotta figure it on your own path and if you do find that it, it wasn't the right thing to do then you'll figure that out right i yeah. mean at some point you got to be able to take the wheel of your own yeah. too you know so that's funny all right so the whole thing, the Burt Chrysler, how do you say his last name? Chrysler. I think it's Chrysler. 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 Okay. I've, I've Chrysler. definitely, I've seen, yeah. And uh, so you got his attention. Uh, Joe mentioned you, right? Joe Rogan mentioned you. He's talked about me. Yeah. That's crazy. I think I heard on one of his shows. I think I did hear him him mention that too. And so it's like, all right, now you got all this. Now you got some attention. It's like, all right, now I really got to you know, get this, get, get this going. And so you ended up, DDP hooked up with you. You had no idea who this dude was. Yeah, no, yeah. He, January 1st of 18, he reached out to me. He replied on my Twitter said, uh, said, if you want some, he said, he said, if you want some real guidance, bro, DM me. Yeah. And I didn't know who he was. And so I just, I sent back a short direct message to him and, uh, Said I'm interested, and I didn't know what he was or what he was talking about, who he was, and uh, then people on that comment started saying, "Man, if DDP's reaching out to you, you'd be a fool not to accept his his help." And this guy's a uh, you know fitness guru. You need to listen to him. And and so I went back, and wrote him a long note, and and then he called me, and uh, or I, he gave me his number. I called him and. And uh, he made me watch those movies I mentioned, and then uh, and then he started he started making me uh, start start doing this DDP yoga program DDPY, and uh, and that really is what what changed my life around because doing because he got me eating you know I, before I was doing low carb I'd done what I'd always done low carb and uh, walk and aqua aerobics but he got me doing the ddpy and uh, uh eating um his ddpy nutrition which is the the, the uh, all natural non-processed organic non-gmo that 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 macro type style eating so he got me eating this way he got me doing his ddpy and then that has been the biggest uh, change to my life because that gave me the physical ability to do things uh, that I, I could never do before. You know, the, I had the flexibility, I had the uh, the strength. Yep. Uh, you know, you know, I'll tell you, I blame him for my re one of my recent injuries. And he doesn't even know it yet. I'm going to jump on him next time I see him. Yeah, and no, so well, hopefully he'll watch this one too. We'll get uh, him. Yeah. And, and so the, uh, I'll tell you, you know, we talked about having to wash your feet with a squeegee on a stick. Yeah. Now, well, I've got a little bitty shower in this rent house. You know, I barely fit in there. And, uh, and now I can bend over and wash my feet with both hands with a bar of soap. And so the other day I was in the shower and I'd washed my leg and one foot, my left foot. Then I went and washed my leg and my right foot, and I and I picked up my heel and I and I took my left hand and washed the front under my foot and between my toes, and then I picked up my, I mean I, yeah I picked up my toes and I picked up my heel and bent over with my left hand and was watching the underside of my left foot, and my foot slipped out from under me, 
and I, my top of my head hit the damn uh, edge of the shower, and Ooh. you know, and uh, uh, there ain't no way in hell I'd have ever been in that position if it wasn't for DDP, and so it's his fault that I busted my ass in my shower. Uh oh, uh oh, he he didn't have any disclaimers here, right? About it. <laughs> Be careful washing the bottom of your feet in the shower. Oh my gosh. So he doesn't that's even so know it yet. I'm gonna jump on him next time I see him. So. That's so crazy. Oh my gosh. That's uh, yeah. Isn't that weird? Like you, you know, the stuff that I think again that people take for granted, being able to wash your own feet, you know, like that, and like, who would have known that <laughs> you end up on your yeah, busting my ass in there. And I, I'm telling you, I, there's no way I'd ever hit head first in the shower ever in my life. Oh my gosh. So the. Uh, you know, I used to have to beg my wife and my daughter, my middle daughter, to cut my toenails because I couldn't reach my toes. And I was always I'm sure uh, they were thrilled to do that too, right? <laughs> my wife hated it. I'd have to beg her for a long time. My my daughter would do it, but I always felt bad about asking her. You know, but she would yeah. she jump down there and do it. Uh, but I can cut my own toenails now. You know, I reach everything. Hell, I can. It's uh, it's unbelievable, man. That's that. That's the stuff that I think guys like us were the only ones. It's interesting. I know a lot of people. I have friends who are fitness professionals, and I, I've talked to a couple of them. I remember I was talking to one of them. He said, "I have no idea." Like they're they're influencing and they're inspiring all these people who you know to lose weight and working with people, and yet they have never been in our shoes. They have no idea what it's like. Like I remember one of my friends said to me, he goes. You know, I, I don't understand how somebody could eat an entire package of Oreos. And I'm like, I can. Every day, you know? Yeah. yeah. And darn those dang peanut butter filled Oreos, by the way. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree. You know, those guys are, and they keep pushing us. Yeah. And see, I'm a, I haven't hired a, a personal trainer this whole journey before. Because many times I'd I'd hire one, start, and they'd push me, push me, push me to where I'd get hurt or push me till I got discouraged or push me till I got tired of them yelling at me. And uh, and, uh, and I just quit. You know, I said, hell with this. And uh, they don't understand the struggle. And, uh, you know, and and, and that's really what I like about uh, DDPY, the program, is that they've, he starts almost with a premise that you're an old broken down professional wrestler and can't do anything, you know, and he teaches you step by step, um, you know, put your hand here, use a chair, you know, it's, it's um, starts from the very basic, basic, basic moves. And, uh, and, and that's the best thing about the program. One, one of the great things about the program. So it doesn't get you so discouraged from the beginning. No. And it's telling you do it, you know, do it, uh, make it your own, cheat until you don't have to cheat anymore. You know, use chairs, use blocks. You know, he's, you know, he, he's, his whole rebuild series uh, takes you. You know, he's got two or three exercises if you're bedridden, just to get you stretching, to get you starting to try to get out of bed. Then he's got uh, some exercises if you say if you're in a chair get your arms and legs strong enough and your back to get you to stand up out of a chair and then he's got ex- yeah i mean he, he starts from the scratch and then he's got exercises once he's got you up 
to start working you toward the ground, using a chair and uh, getting your legs strong enough to get you up and down off the ground. I'm telling you, he, he, he um, his rebuild series, um, uh, he presumes that you can't do anything. I mean, you're bedridden at the start. That's interesting. Well, he ought to have you uh, do some testimonials for him huh, and get you in on the payroll with what he's doing. Huh? Because it sounds like, I mean, you've had personal experience with it and you could, and you're, you know, one of the, you know, a big star from it now. It's like, wow, not only was, does this, you know, it, it, it works. It's, it's a, it can change lives. I mean, there's always a disclaimer. It, it, you have to be willing. I think that's the other thing too, that, you, you know, you can't magically... Work. Yeah, you can't magically save people unless they, one, want to be, and two, are willing to put in the yeah. work. Yeah. If, I, if, 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 if no one does anything else, I tell them to join the DDP Yoga mm -hmm. Facebook group. It's all one word, DDP Yoga. It's a Facebook group, and this is a, an uber positive and supportive group where people come in and, um, you know, it's just, just to be in part of the community is uh, amazing. So I, 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 I encourage you to join the group. Yeah, I want to check it out. I think I actually did. I, I started following one of his groups. I don't know if it's that one, but I'll take a look at that. Definitely want to see what's going on and, you know, any way we can also get involved. And it, heck, the one thing I definitely like, too, and it is, you know, you got to try it out yourself, too, and see, you know, because, you know, to be honest with you, I get a lot of people asking for help. And I don't I, like you, you know, I, I'm not a fitness professional. I'm not a nutritionist. And I don't like I don't mind telling people what I do, but I don't want to give people advice. Yeah. on certain things you know and say oh you should do this or that because i don't know what's right for, mm -hmm. for people and uh when you try out something like this i could say hey you know you know as my buddy vance told me about this i checked it out it looks like a great program you know check it out so check, check cool. it out. it's it's uh I, I encourage it completely i mean i encourage people to do it completely it's unbelievable but just check out that facebook group just spend some okay. time going through the messages and and yep. uh, and looking at the people and um, and seeing yeah. what it's all about. I mean, if if you do that, you'll be hooked. You you'll be part of the cult. <laughs> yeah, I, you know it's funny too. Back with talking about Joe Rogan, I, I'm also a fan. I've been listening to a lot of his uh, his shows, and I have not tried um, DMT, so uh, that's just a disclaimer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have any plans to. That sounds kind of yeah. crazy, but. Yeah. Um, but uh, some of the stuff they do talk about is is interesting. You know, he he talks about fasting, which was, you know, I listened to one of the folks and I, I've actually I used to be scared of that. And I've tried it out. And there's a lot of great things that are on there. You learn about it and you try. And if you, if it doesn't work, then OK, it doesn't work for you. It's OK, you know. And uh, it was something I was thinking about that he mentioned. I, I've already. Oh, the hot yoga. That sounds interesting to me, too. Yeah. Well, the um, uh, uh, I've got I've got two comments to that. There's okay. there's millions. There's there's a, a ton of different ways to lose weight. Yep. It's you know I mean you know there's low carb diet, there's all meat diet, there's all veggie diet, there's all this diet. There's I mean there's oh and all of them work in the short term. All of them call you know you change your habits. All of them will make you lose weight. But what you got to do is figure out what you can do 
long term in your life to sustain to keep that to keep keep that weight off. I mean, it's it's something uh, that you're going to have to decide you'll be able to do the rest of your life. I, amen, brother. You just let boy, we're on the same wavelength here. You yeah. just said exactly where I want it. This is the next thing I want to talk about. And I, I often say a similar kind of thing. It matters least the path you used to get there. Like I know some people that are considering weight loss surgery and you probably get the same question. I get a lot of people asking me about that. I have my reasons. In fact, I'm going to do a podcast. Actually, maybe you and I could talk about that too with people why we didn't get the surgery because I'm sure you've got reasons too. Um, I don't even know if you did you ever consider surgery? Yeah, yeah I went and conferred with them, and um, my insurance, but the county doesn't, and it specifically yeah. excludes bariatric surgery. I would have done Isn't it if they had paid for it. Yeah, I didn't have any money, and I, you know, and I didn't have any credit to take out a loan. I, you know, I mean, I, I was desperate when I mean, I was, I'd given up. I, I had, I had uh, chased every. Um, option I thought I'd had. I thought I was that option. And yet you chose the one that probably ultimately, you know, and I don't, we don't have to get into it today too. Uh, you know, I have my own sort of opinions about surgery. Not necessarily bad. There, I think there are cases definitely, there are people who really probably should do it. But um, the whole point is, it matters least how you get there. What matters most, and that's what you just said, and I was so excited to hear, it, is what you do after. Yeah, And you're getting close to that point now. You're kind of, and that was an exciting piece of why I wanted to get to, together and talk with you is you're kind of getting to that point. I don't know what your goal is. And if you want to talk about that, what, where you want to kind of, all right, I'm through losing weight, as they say. I, I, I have this whole thing about weight too, which is another subject for another time. But you're, you're through kind of reducing or whatever it is. And there's going to be a point of now you got to sustain the rest of your life. And even that's not a straight line. No. And I could tell you, I've been doing it for, you know, it's going to be going on my fifth year. And it, it's, you know, that's a whole other path. And in my opinion, it's been probably more challenging in some ways, not the scare, because you're a different person. But for me, I, it was almost easier to lose the 200 pounds than it is to stay here. Yeah. And I don't know what you're going to find. I hope it's, it, it's different for you. It may be. No, but I think that's I, the hardest part. Yeah, because it's easy to slip into your old habits. Mm -hmm. It's easy to get lazy. It's easy. Well, I typically try. Not, I, I don't know about you, but I get like I, I, I get antsy when I don't exercise. I, 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 you know, you get used to them after a while. You know, I got to get my you called. You know, we, when you called me, I was I was hiking and I, I do that every weekend. I got to do my hikes. Hike with yeah, Mike. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen my little thing I do. But, you know, I love mm -hmm. hiking. But. But you got to think that vision for the future. Now you're thinking, so now you're, you're a couple years older than me, but you want to make it to 60 to 70. But you probably have a vision of yourself at that age. Yeah, I'm still going to be going to the gym, swimming, or maybe you're going to do something else that's a little more adaptive for you that age, right? And I'm happy to hear you're thinking about that because a lot of people don't. They just see A, B, and I'm done. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell done. you, yeah, my goal, <laughs> yeah, no, it never ends. This is a lifelong journey, but my goal weight is 175, and I'll wow. tell you why I've got, I picked that, because if I make it, I can say I lost 300 pounds, wow. and, I, and I don't know what my ideal weight is on all those books and stuff, but I suspect it's somewhere close to there, so I want to I hear my doctor tell me, uh, I, I want her to tell me to stop losing weight. 
They've told me to lose weight my whole life. I wanted, I wanted the doctor to tell me she submits. It's time to quit losing weight. So that's funny that you say that. So I got down to 194 at my lowest. Okay. We're the same height. And so the stupid charts that I have my own opinions about, we don't have, that's a whole other subject for another day. I'm going to be interviewing some doctors pretty soon too. So we're going to talk about those charts, but I got down to 194 and people were saying, Mike, don't get too skinny. And I'm like, where the hell were you when I was 400 plus pounds? Don't, yeah, right. don't get too, don't get too skinny. Yeah, that's right. Seriously. That's right. Hey, they ain't might no say it's you too, man. They, they I, might I, say I, it. I'm sure that, you know, everybody, when I tell them 175, they all tell me, oh, no, no. Yeah, no, look at like, hey, yeah. I ain't never been skinny. I want to be skinny. I, I want to see what it feels like, you know. I want Get, yeah. the, get those skinny right. jeans, right? That's oh right. my gosh! It, I, I told my, I tell people, I said every jeans skinny jeans to me. That's right. <laughs> you know, shit, I'm wearing 38s. I ain't never worn 38s, not oh, that wow. I remember. But you could, yeah. That's I mean, so cool. I, hell, I can get them on. Yeah, I, I love hearing that pants. I mean, that's that's the thing. I just, I don't think anyone can understand the feeling. Of being able to just walk in the store and that and not when you're not able to do it, and it's just like, I want these, and I could just get them. Yeah. It, there's and you're finally in that range. It's like, well, there's tons of 38 jeans, you know, and it's like, wow, I actually have a choice. Like it's my cheaper heart too. Oh yeah. And the clothes are so much cheaper. That's what I wanted to ask you. Okay, you lost weight similar to me in about a, about a year. What did you do about clothes? I've been donating them all, all my fat clothes, and uh, I've just slowly been buying a little bit here, a little bit there. So, I'm oh, just okay. trying to, yeah, I mean, I buy, you know, I've got a few slacks, and yep. and I've been going through them. I hadn't spent any serious money because. Uh, uh, one, I don't have it, but two, uh, I figure, I, you know, I'm planning on keep going down. So I'm just, I just, I, I wear the same thing over and over. Well, I was buying clothes at like Goodwill and uh, places like that. And that's what I ended up doing, you know, because it, it, once I was able to fit in normal sizes, I started going to the Goodwill and Salvation Army and those stores and buying clothes because I was going, I, had, I bought a belt loop uh, puncher. And I actually had, I wore a belt one time till it went around the back of my back, you know, because, <laughs> and, uh, you know, because you, you're going to go through so many clothes during this journey. I mean, who can afford? I know you're saying, you yeah. know, too, you, money is a, is, a, is a big deal. And it's like clothes are expensive, even in, in the normal range, if you're going yeah. through it the, the way you had been doing, too. Because what you said, you were like a six and what what size? Six, like a pant? Yeah, like a 58. 58. I was 58. I was. I was fifty. Yeah, me too. I was wearing about a sixty. I had a sixty jacket. Yep. I was yep. about a sixty-four tall jacket. That, have you put it on? Do you have it? No, I donated them all. I got Don't rid of them. Have... Oh, okay. I didn't that want to go. Just... I don't want to go back. I'm, I'm getting well, rid that's... of. I did the same thing. The only thing I kept was my wedding suit, which I use when I talk. There's actually pictures. I have my fifty-eight pants. I was I was holding on to. But when you put those things on, if you had kept it, it's weird to think that, whoa, this was me. 
So you didn't keep anything? There may be some things back there. I've, you I've got a big stack. Room. Yeah, I've got a big stack in my room that hadn't made it to the donation. I just when I see big, I just throw it in a stack. I would. So, I, I would. But, love but I, I wonder what. What you put on those pants? Do the I hate to mention his name, Jared, but do the Jared with the pants yeah. you get in them, then there's yeah. like you know stand in one pant leg. Yeah, I probably could. I mean, it's uh, it's been that drastic. I can't. You know, hell, I'm you know I'm almost down to buying like large shirts. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's funny you say that. So I I don't know if you've seen. I go to a lot of concerts I, i'm into heavy metal music and uh you know i it was such a thrill to be able to go buy my friend's band's shirts you know it's yeah. like, oh my gosh it's like oh you guys don't have large that's my problem now yeah, that, that's <laughs> they right. only have x and 2x you know yeah. well, well you know i mean that's that's right because that, i would never buy t-shirts anywhere because I, that, they don't have my size here what if they got my size you know i didn't even have to look nobody carries 6x no. Sure. Oh my gosh. That's I'd yeah. have to have teeth to cover my belly, you know. Yep. Yep. So this is cool. I mean, I think we've covered a lot of, you know, this the journey. And I'm just trying to think if you were trying to, you know, if somebody came to you and you do get them, what what when somebody comes to you and they're as big as you were, maybe bigger, do, do you feel comfortable giving advice? You know what? What do you say to people when they say, "Well, where do I start, Vance?" Well, I I tell them to go join that Facebook group, DDP Yoga, and okay. uh, that, that's the best start anybody yep. can, anybody could give you. And DDP Yoga is is the best program for someone starting out. But you know, I mean, it's they're going to have to make up their mind. Nobody could tell me to lose weight, and yep. uh, uh, you know, they're going to have to make up their mind and, and I, I'll tell them I'll support them any way I can and uh, and uh, I'll do whatever I can to help you but you know you got to make up your mind because uh, no, nobody can tell you what to do I mean you just you're going to have to make up your mind uh, you're going to have to hit that point where something clicks and and, and you decide and, and, and I don't know why I clicked that day watching Bert's video but uh, and, and people ask me that all the time I, I don't know why it clicked i mean i've been in icu i'd been i mean you know but none of that caused me enough to try to lose weight like that and uh but you know what's amazing vance that i'm thinking of right now somebody's going to watch this video somebody's going to listen to this podcast or they're going to see something else that you did and you're going to be that guy and maybe you already are that that's been the 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 greatest thing yep. uh, for me is is Paying it people forward. reaching out to me and saying, you know, that you're the one that, that inspired me to get going, and I've lost forty pounds or I've lost fifty pounds, and yep. you know, it's uh, it's been unbelievable. Um, you feel like a hero, right? I mean, you just you feel like, you know, and he's like, well, I'm just being me. Yeah, well, you feel some stress too, you know. If I go back now, I'm not only letting myself down, I'm letting them but, down. Uh, you know? Exactly, and so that's what I. That's part of the reason I went public too. Is later is it, it, what and why I do this whole shtick, this whole Mike inspires me thing, and then and, and my hike with Mike and all that is because it keeps me like you're saying. Yeah. I have to do it now because I'll let people down. Sometimes people see I, I let them know. Said, yeah, this Christmas I was eating my mom's cooking. My mom lives in Southern Virginia. And so, you know, she, and uh, 
you know, I eat that Southern cooking when I go down there and, uh, you know, biscuits and gravy ain't exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not conducive. <laughs> you know, but I, I let myself loose a little bit, but you know, it, there's going to be ups and downs and it, you know, it's, it, you have a great attitude about it. And I, I'm impressed, you know, just to hear that. Cause it's, I think that's the whole thing The people, you can't take life too serious yet. You got to take your own rule life. Number serious. Five. Yeah. You can't abuse rule number five, man. I, all right. I, let me, I, <laughs> <laughs> you gave me something to live by here. Yeah. That's right. You can't abuse rule number five. Oh my gosh. Yeah, take this shit too serious. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, it's it's over before you go you know it, you know. Yeah. And I I thank God where I, where I am today too because I just I, I never thought I'd be doing this stuff either. It it's bizarre. It's 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 a weird thing like we've talked about being famous for for this, but yeah. at the same time it's so fulfilling to be able to touch lives in, in ways. So I'm so happy and thank you. I'm so excited that you, I know you were happy to, to, to do this with me, but I was just so one thrilled to meet you. I was like, wow, this guy's got some cool stuff going on. But I just, I was like, this is my brother, man. Like yeah. he, we get each other. We That's don't even right. know each other, but there's certain things that we've experienced that hopefully many people won't ever experience you know hopefully people won't ever and that's the other thing vance is hopefully is to teach people about prevention and not getting there let's take let's head this off before you get 400 pounds you know because hey hello there baby <laughs> she wants to let you want to i'm sure she got a little something to say about all this too <laughs> so cool well i i I'm, I'm, you know, I, I just really enjoyed this conversation and I, you know, I'm, I'm really, I'd like us to be able to keep in touch and, and, um, you know, let's, maybe we can do some other things to see what, how people react to this. I think that this has been a good, I don't know if there's anything else you want to say, but, um, I think that we could have other opportunities. Now we got the internet, maybe do a Facebook live session, I, you know, whatever you think, but give people opportunities to, to kind of ask live you know questions that they may never get a chance to to ask people and um we'll see i you know uh, the, the the door's open either way and um i'm just thrilled to meet you and, and it was just such a pleasure to kind of hear a little of the inside of your 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 story here well absolutely i'm game for anything you know i'd like my commitment to yes so if i'm i'm uh, whatever you want to do i'm i'm game you know so all right watch out watch out there brother because you, you yeah. never know like it's like my wife always says like oh i'll, I'll do anything and she's like anything yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. oh that's trouble. <laughs> that's trouble there well cool well uh hey any any parting words for folks watching this anything you wisdom yeah, you, mean, want to talk? Uh, uh, you know I can't give DDP yoga uh, uh, more uh, enough props and, and DDP and Steve U, the owners, and you know that that's been huge. And Bert Kreischer, I got to give a shout out to him. You know, he's he's my hero. He started this thing and he supported me and he's really helped get you know my name out there with everything he's done for me. And uh, if you want to see some of the journey, I've got a, a website and and a and a podcast and a blog. Um, extrausual.com it's all one word um, uh, since that video's gone viral I've been neglecting it 
<laughs> I need to get back. I got to get back on it. It's but, so hard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, I've chronicled about eight months of food, exercises, everything so on that awesome. blog. And, you know, and I, um, and I've, I've still got pictures of all my other stuff I've got to upload. So I'm, I'm hoping to get back to doing a podcast and get back to updating that blog. And uh, uh, so check out extrausual.com and, uh, you know, follow me on all my social media. Um, you know, uh, I'm LawDog1515 on Twitter. I'm Vance underscore Hines on Instagram. Um, Doghouse151515 on YouTube. That wasn't oh, wow. one of my best naming days, by the way. You know, I can't believe there's fifth, you know, three other doghouse fifteens. But um, the uh, uh, Vance Wade Hines on Facebook, and uh, I think that's about it. I've got a Snapchat, uh, but but I'm I'm everywhere on LinkedIn. I'm everywhere on social media. We're, we're, yeah, that's right. We're gonna find you one way or another. Otherwise, come down to watch. Uh, what's Mark's that ahead. down there? Mark's ahead. <laughs> Well, Vance, thank you so much. This has been, uh, it's just been real good. Stick around after I uh, stop recording. Just want to chat real quick. But hey, buddy, as I say, and if you've heard me say, you got to stay awesome. I just love it. I love you, man. You're just a great guy. All right. Thank you. All right, Mike. I appreciate you doing this, man. Thank you very much. Thank you, buddy. All right. Stick on here. All right.